Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And welcome to Reading the Gospel. Today we're going to start with a Bible verse, Acts 15, 7. Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So when the gospel is being preached, there is a very clear intention of preaching the gospel. The gospel has to be received. Yeah, and in John chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says, Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light, because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light, and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by truth comes into the light, so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. The intention of preaching the gospel is to be received. Mm-hmm. But some will reject the gospel. Why? How would you summarize this verse? Well, because they're in darkness and they do not want to come into the light. They don't believe, they don't accept, they don't receive. And they then want to come into the light because their evil deeds will be exposed into the light. Well, and we will find more about this later. We all receive the gospel differently. Mm -hmm. Um, So when people reject, who do people reject when they reject the gospel? So let's um, read a couple of verses from the first one. It's in the Gospel of uh, John, uh, chapter 13, 13, verse 20. And I have this verse. Okay. Truly, truly, I say to you, the words of Jesus, whoever receives the one I send receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. That is the Father. Matthew ten forty says the same thing. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives the one who sent me. And Luke chapter 10, verse 16, the one who hears you hears me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. So a person who hears you preaching the gospel, Mm -hmm. in fact, hears Jesus Christ. But it seems that Jesus is almost equal with the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, and so how do we receive? When we hear the gospel preached, How? what does that do within us? And um, we have this parable mm-hmm. in the book of Matthew, chapter 13. And Jesus told them many things, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering seeds, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil, and sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on the good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, 
60 or 30 times what was sown. He who has an ear, let him hear. And from verse 18 through verse 23, we have the explanation of this parable. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when the tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it proves unfaithful. And for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold and in another sixty and in another thirty. There are four ways to receive the gospel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the first one is it basically goes in one ear out the other. Uh -huh. um, it's someone who it, it does not stick at all. Mm -hmm. um, the there's no root. There's nothing that starts. Um, the the second. So let's uh, just. I have a question about yeah. the first category. Yeah. If a person is in that category, is that person guilty of reacting that way, or we are predetermined to react this way? I think it depends. There are some who it might not be time for them to hear the message. Um, you know, if someone stands on the street corner and shouts out, if you sin, you're going to hell, and um, that, that might not be the right way to reach someone. And so those words might go in one ear and out the other. So let's suppose that the seed was sown the, the right way. Yeah. So if the seed is sown the right way, that they're there and they just don't let it take root. This is someone who, as we read in Matthew chapter 3, they're, they're loving darkness and, and they run away and reject the light. Mm -hmm. Would they have other chances later to be exposed to the good news? I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> we, but we don't know. We're, yeah. we're not guaranteed a certain amount of chances. It's not like everyone in life has a hundred chances to accept the gospel and after that it's done. Someone might have one, someone might have 50, someone might have 10,000. It is says in the Old Testament that uh, a major uh, punishment should be always based on the two or three witnesses. Mm -hmm. And in the book of uh, Job chapter 33, uh, when an angel of the Lord comes with a solution, with a, a way of delivery for a, a, a man who is suffering and in his bed, it says, God does this two or three times. Maybe two or three times, I mean, I'm not hundred, but only God knows 
how many times we have been presented the gospel. So the the second is the, the seed that falls in the rocky place. And they receive it with joy. But as the root springs up, it, it dies in the sun. It has a little bit of a soil on the top, yeah. a little bit of dirt that was gathered there in between rocks, mm-hmm. but that that is not enough. What yeah. does that mean practically in our lives today? Well, again, and as the Bible says, it is uh, when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he falls away quickly. It, there's not time built developing the roots. I've been watching uh, some bonsai videos on YouTube recently and and how people shape and develop these bonsai trees. And it's really interesting how they will spend time developing the root structure hmm. so that the tree will last. And, and there's this balance. And, and we really need this in our own lives as well, that, that we don't, we're more deliberate about gaining knowledge and, and rooting ourselves in Jesus Christ. What can we do to uh, have more soil, to be able to grow deeper roots? We can spend more time in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can spend more time around godly people, We experiencing, gaining knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, I think this one here is, is someone who doesn't have a lot of experience. And they're they're not spending that time building that experience. They they got the good news that Jesus died for their sins and and they're happy there. Mm-hmm. It is like the kids; they have to grow, yeah. and we have to give them food. They have to let them do some physical exercise. They need some love. Let's go to the third category. As for what sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world. And the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and proves fruit unfruitful. Yes. I was going to say, what's interesting here, there's one difference between the third and fourth plant. The difference is one produces fruit, the other doesn't. That's that's what it says. It says um, that the the, uh, thorns come up and choke the plant and stop it from producing fruit but from the previous one that there is not even enough soil for for thorns to grow right yeah for for weeds it's just a tiny little bit for the seed and dies right away it yeah. seems that there is more soil here well right? sorry i i was talking between the third and the fourth yeah between the second and the third you're right it's soil yeah but there is so much soil that even the weeds have enough time to grow deep roots and they grow tall and they choke the plant they take the light and take the space and again for me i look at this as in the gardening sense when you have we'll go back to the the example of the bonsai tree Mm -hmm. it's usually planted in a small pot there's not a lot of resources Mm -hmm. in the soil which gives the nutrients and everything and so if you have weeds growing they're taking nutrients from the tree and there there's not as much nutrients available there there's a dual objective um and and so the fruit 
might not be produced. Here, it's the, the thorns come around it and choke the plant and stop it from producing the fruit. Um, whereas the fourth one, the soil produces fruit. Mm -hmm. um, so um, what should we take uh, from this parable? What should we take with us? Uh, um, what are the lessons that we apply to our lives? Well, the first lesson is we have a job to do when it comes to the gospel. It's not just hearing. We need to receive. We need to believe it. Mm -hmm. um, so to receive the gospel means to believe Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. um, to believe that he died for our sins, and he, it's to believe that uh, he will give us eternal life, even starting now. Yeah, and, and that brings us to the second point, which I think is the main point of this episode, is that the gospel is equal to Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, they're synonymous. They, they go back and forth that, that Jesus is the gospel. If you receive the gospel, you receive Jesus. Yeah. If you reject Jesus, you re reject the good news because the good news uh, is about Jesus. Jesus is the core of the gospel. You can't have the gospel without Jesus, and you can't have Jesus without the gospel. Beautiful. Um, and Galatians 2, verse 14, is a great summary. Do you want to read that? Yes. Um, the Apostle Paul said, uh, but, they, but when I saw that their conduct was not in step with the truth of the gospel. Mm -hmm. I, I like this concept. Our lives should be in sync or in step with the truth of the gospel. Yeah. In order for us to do that, what is the most effective way? Like, how do we do that? If the gospel is Jesus Christ, equals Jesus Christ, is living as Jesus Christ lived, mm -hmm. as we discussed in a previous episode, to have the same mission in life as Jesus Christ had, mm -hmm. to connect with the same power from above that Jesus Christ tapped into, that is the power of God, manifested in his life through the Holy Spirit who anointed him. It is making every decision, every choice together with God. In the same way Jesus said, I cannot do anything of myself. Everything I do is because I do it with my Father. In the same way, Jesus spent the whole night sometimes to be in sync or in step with the will of the Father. We should be in sync or in step with the will of God. Yes, and it is the last one I would add, allowing God to change us. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, we want to receive the gospel and believe it. We don't want to just hear it. Mm -hmm. We want to be changed. We want to be more like Jesus. We want to care for those around us and serve them as he did. And so, Father, I pray that you will help us to spend time developing the roots of our spiritual life, that we may focus on you and set aside time each day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.